Hello? Yes. Um, can't get that information because we're uh, we're currently having a court date set where I can actually try to get the necessary records that I need so until November I I really can't I can't really move forward um I would have to, uh, let's see, I would have to uh, get that information. Yeah, I would have to get that information because um, I, well, actually, um, well, from, from what I understand, they were originally from multiple states, so it's kind of hard for me to pin one point down. They were originally here in Wisconsin. And then, yeah, and then they moved to some other places. So it's kind of very difficult for me to really go through it. I could, yeah. Okay, thank you. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, praise the Lord. Uh, this is Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you. Uh, sorry for the inconvenience there. I uh, want to uh, start out by uh, saying praise the Lord to all the people of God. And we thank and praise God for you joining the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast today. We bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is head of our life. And we definitely give honor to our leadership, Honorable Pastor Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to all of you that have joined the broadcast today, uh, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newson, uh, we thank and praise God for what God is doing for the both of us and our family, and so we're encouraged to uh, continue to move forward. We do have a beautiful broadcast today as we're going to talk about the uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the four spiritual laws. We're going to get into that after we have prayer. So we want to uh, let all the people of God know that we're going to get into the four spiritual laws. And so just want to make sure uh, before I get the prayer request that I have audio and everybody's on with us. Uh, give me just one second here. So let's see here. Okay, so it looks like 
Looks like everybody's on with us. Okay, so we have audio, all right? So now we want to uh, get the prayer request. For those of you to have an outspoken request, we want to pray for you and your family. And we do ask uh, the saints to pray for us and our family. Uh, we need your prayers. Please pray for uh, Sister Dusen and the Cartridge family uh, and the loss of uh, their loved one, that the Lord will touch and comfort their family in the time of going through. Continue to pray uh, for our pastor and first lady. Continue to pray for uh, all of those that are on the altar tearing for the Holy Ghost. Uh, continue to pray for our church. Continue to pray for all of uh, the ministers, evangelists, uh, missionaries, and uh, the elders and ministers in the body of Christ, deacons as well. And let us continue to pray for the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remember all of our mothers, especially those that are shut in, those that are sick, those in the hospital, and even those that are confined to their spaces of their homes and uh, various ones that request prayer. Let us remember them in prayer. All right. And so if you have any prayer requests, we're going to uh, we want to say thank God for all of those of you that are joining in with us. Uh, again, if you have a prayer request, you can uh, submit it. And we'll be more than happy to uh, get that prayer request. All right. So we're going to give it a moment. And uh, see if there be any comments here on Facebook. Uh, and if you have a request, we'd like to get that. Okay, so at this time, we're going to uh, get ready to go before the throne of grace, which is uh, going to recite our Prantham scripture, which is found in uh, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse number 14 through 16. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. All right, let us go before the throne of grace, eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father, O God, for, O God, your presence. We thank you, O God, for your goodness and mercy. We thank you, God, for forgiving us of all of our sins and our transgressions. We want to thank you for the better promise that we have received through the, oh God, Holy Ghost, through the Holy Spirit. We want to thank you, God, for all that you're yet doing in the lives of your people. We pray for the elect, oh God, which is the nation of Israel, that you would touch in the name of Jesus. And we know that thy will is being done as well as prophecy being fulfilled. Lord, bless your church and your people, God. Oh God, that we'll be, oh God, without spot, blemish, wrinkle, or any such thing, as we prepare our hearts and minds, and God, even our natural earthly vessels, to be prepared for, oh God, your coming, and that, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you will continue, Lord God, to grant us your mercy, your grace, and your favor. In the name of Jesus, continue to look on our pastor and first lady, continue to look on the sick that's among us. Heavenly Fathers, we give thanks to you for preserving life, Bless those, God, that are in the hospital, those in the nursing homes, those behind prison walls, and even those, God, that are going through, oh, God, mind battles right now. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord. You will look on our presider, assistant presider. Look on our Bishop Emeritus, Bishop Scott. Look on Bishop Stone. Oh, God, look on Bishop Bullock in the name of Jesus, oh, God. Look on all the pastors and district elders 
We pray in the name of Jesus, you would touch. And oh God, bless their wives and strengthen the body of Christ. Oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, look on, oh God, hallelujah. Look on, oh God, Bishop Scott, hallelujah. Touch right now in the name of Jesus. Continue, Lord, to encourage. Look on, oh God, hallelujah. Brother Andrew Lee, touch in the name of Jesus. Lord, continue to strengthen him and his family. Oh God, and we pray, God, hallelujah, for Bishop and Mother Jones. God, that you would continue to touch them and strengthen them and their family. Look on, oh God, Bishop Jones' mother. Look on Bishop Prather in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Touch, Lord God. Oh God, let your healing hand, God. Oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, be, oh God. Oh God, strength to his earthly vessel in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Lord, that it may be another praise report. Oh, God, of your miraculous provision on the behalf of your people. Lord, look on those that are viewing the broadcast today. Touch them. Meet them at their point of need. Oh, God, send your anointing. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, God. I know, oh, God, that you're able to do all things but fail. And some have limited you, oh, God, to just, oh, God, the, oh, God, the pulpit ministry. But, oh, God, we know that you are God. You can move through the airwaves. You can move through the video broadcast. You can move through whatever means, oh God, oh God, that's available. God, we know your anointing will destroy the yoke. Touch that heart right now. Touch that mind right now. Oh God, those that's dealing with oppression and depression and oh God, demonic forces that they're under attack, loose the binds in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For we know the name of the Lord. It's a strong tower and the righteous can go into it and they're safe. We thank you right now for healing and deliverance, God. Hallelujah, God. And any way you bless us, we'll be satisfied as we give thanks to you. We give you all the glory and the praise. Oh, God, look on our daughter, Gabrielle. Continue to look on, oh, God, Missionary Newsom. Oh, God, continue to look on her family right now. And our family as a whole, God, touch in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, strengthen our families, oh, God, as we pray even now for a great deliverance, God. Oh, God, to come our way, that we'll be careful to glorify and give your name to praise. And we thank you for it in the blessed name of Jesus. Continue to bless Bishop and Lady Paulette. God, touch right now in the name of Jesus, God. Continue to help them, God, and bless them as we give you praise for what you're about to do. And we thank you for it. And we give you all the glory and the praise. And we ask you to bless each and every viewer, God. Oh, God, that they will have an increase of faith. Lord, as this broadcast has been designed to sow the seeds of faith, that hearts and minds may be cultivated and built up and rooted and grounded and settled in your word. Father, we thank you and we praise you for it. In the matchless name of Jesus, we give thanks. Thank God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. Uh, we had a few uh, we had an important call that came in right when the broadcast was starting. And so we had to uh, definitely jump on that call. But we uh, put the broadcast on pause. So now we're back uh, from the intermission and we want to jump right into uh, the four spiritual laws. And when we talked on Friday on the Touch and Agree prayer broadcast, uh, one of the first ones we talked about was God's love. The second one was humanity. Uh, needed a savior because humanity was tainted uh, by sin. Hmm? And the third thing was 
uh, that Jesus Christ is the only uh, remedy or solution uh, for uh, the sins of the fallen nature of humanity and the whole world. And so Jesus uh, is the answer for the world today. And so, for he is the way, the truth, and the life. And so we took care of the third, uh, the third of the fourth spiritual law, All right? And uh, now we want to move down uh, to the fourth spiritual law. We're going to get to it, and then we're going to talk to you. We're going to get to the fourth spiritual law, and we're going to talk about uh, where we must place our faith. You know, uh, our faith must be placed uh, in Jesus Christ and in him only. All right. So we got to put our trust in him uh, because he is our savior. All right. So we, we got to put our trust in him because if we don't put our trust in him, uh, we won't be able to be recipients of this grace wherein we stand. All right. And so everything that we receive, received received it by grace. All right. And so Christ, uh, he offered to forgive sins and bring us to God. Uh, Christ offered to forgive our sins and bring us to God through his sacrificial death. All right. So this is, this is uh, part of the prophecy that was mentioned in Jeremiah 31 and 31. He prophesied that he was going to take care of the sin problem and he was going to restore the relationship that severed was severed uh, in uh, the garden. So we're going to go a little bit farther here. And I just want to uh, take the time to uh, go to a very familiar passage of scripture. We want to first scripture want to go to. Uh, I want to go to uh, back to Ephesians because we stopped there on Friday. And I think it would be good that we pick it back up there, Ephesians uh, chapter 2. All right? So go with me to Ephesians chapter 2. I'm going to go back there, and this is just a quick review, and then we're going to move forward. Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to go to um, verse number 4. All right? We're going to go uh, to Ephesians uh, chapter two. And by the way, uh, in the sidebar, we had a, a power pack service at our, uh, at our home church, uh, where, uh, our pastors, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, we had a powerful service where the spirit of the Lord came in and, uh, the pastor really, uh, encouraged the people of God, uh, to focus on moving forward. And, uh, he reminded us all uh, as God was using him to uh, place us in a humilitized state and not to be so prideful, you know, as men in the church to know that we all have a past and uh, we all uh, have messed up and we needed God hmm, to get us in a place where we could move forward in him. Otherwise, we'd still be stuck doing the same things, praise God. And so we want to thank Bishop Murchison for 
uh, reminding us and encouraging us not to get stuck in pride and get stuck in our failures, but look at our future, which has a promising victory for the people of God if we uh, put our hope in Christ. So now let's take a look here. Um, Ephesians chapter 2, we're going to go to uh, verse number 4. He talks about the past uh, in the first part of uh, Ephesians. He talks about how God had quickened us. Hmm? And so we can see in Ephesians uh, chapter 2 that we have been quickened, which means to be made alive. And this is why when I talked about the better promises and through the law of the spirit is without the Holy Ghost, uh, we're still dead men walking. And so quicken simply means to be made alive. And so if we're going to be made alive, uh, you must receive the Holy Spirit. And I want to let you know, anybody that fight receiving the Holy Spirit uh, remains in the state of mind that Jesus talked to uh, his own uh, counterparts, the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He told them, you know, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Hmm? And uh, he let them know that they, they still would be yet in their sins because he that is whole need not a physician. So it's very important that we take a look at what Jesus has said to them, you know, um, as grace was walking in the midst of law, giving them an opportunity uh, to have their understanding open up if they would believe. But let's take a look. He says here in Ephesians 2 and 4, he says, but God who is rich in mercy. And I talked about it last week and I'm going to just move forward real quick. Uh, uh, God is not bankrupt uh, in his mercy. Hmm? He has plenty, praise God. Hmm? And so this is why we must uh, not molest grace and take advantage of grace or his mercy because he has a lot of it. And, you know, people tend to, when they think you have a lot of money, and this is just an analogy I'm making, People tend to think, you know, if you got a lot of money or you come in with a few extra dollars, people are more apt to ask for a loan and borrow something. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? People are more apt and, you know, uh, to enact their ability to ask. You know, they say, hey, you know, you you just got that lump sum of money. Let me hold something. Right. And so we don't want to come to God. Hmm and take advantage hmm, of his grace and his mercy that he's uh, given unto us. Hmm? And he says here, but we, but God who is rich in mercy for uh, his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hmm, he had quickened us together, made us alive with Christ. Hmm? Remember I said earlier last week, this is a quick review. No Christ, no life. All right. We have the mortality, but we don't have the eternal life or the abundant life that he talked about when he says the thief coming not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. 
in Jesus said, I am come that you may have life, that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The abundant life is the life that Jesus Christ gives to the whole world through his death, through his substitutionary death in our place. All glory be to God. He traded places with us. All glory be to God. Hmm? Uh, he who knew no sin was made sin for us that we may become the righteousness of God in him. It's very important that we understand this. All right, let's take a look. Want to go a little bit farther in Ephesians chapter 2. He says here, and he goes farther to say, even when we were dead in sins, he had quickened us together with Christ. By grace are ye saved. Hmm? And had raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And this is the one that just kind of blows up uh, your mind when the scripture said he, he, he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly and above all we could ask or think. Verse number seven in Ephesians 2 and the 7. Let's go to Ephesians 2 and 7. I'm still there. He says that in the ages to come, Oh, glory be to God. Every time I read this scripture, it really just ignite my, my the, you know, the, the Holy Spirit that God has given us. He says that in the ages to come, that he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? That means he, he ain't running short at all. Hmm? That means there, there, there's, there's more, all oh, glory be to God. Hmm? There's more to this plan of salvation that's been offered. Show us exceeding riches, all oh, glory be to God, of his grace in his kindness toward us through Jesus Christ. Notice, without Jesus, all will face the wrath of God that don't accept the plan of salvation. It's very important. It's very descriptive and important that we understand that we can accept or reject him, but all that will receive Jesus will, will receive exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness through toward us through Jesus Christ. They get it through him. Hmm? All of these riches, huh? And all of these, uh, Blessings are extended to us through Christ. All right? Let's go to verse number eight. Verse number eight says, For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. The gifting of God. Hmm? Hmm? The Bible says he gave gifts unto men. Hmm? Now take a look. Christ gifted us hmm? all glory be to God hmm? when we had nothing to offer him all glory be to God let's just take a look let that soak in just for a moment Christ through his love for humanity he gifted us all glory be to God through his grace and his mercy and his love hmm? that we could still receive hmm? Forgiveness of sin. That's powerful. Let's take a look. 
For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works. Hmm? There was no work that you could do to obtain salvation. Hmm? Jesus did it alone. Look at this. Lest any man should boast. We don't have nothing to brag about. Hmm? Because it was God that saved us. Hmm? Look at this. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in there. Now, it's very important that we see that God had already ordained this. Hmm? And this is why we can't get stuck in, in the word predestination because you, you it's God's grace that you're in there. Hmm? And even as Gentiles, we were grafted in. And so uh, there's nothing we can get lifted up about because we weren't even a people. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? I got to go. I, I got to get out of here. Let, let me let me go a little bit farther. Let's let's jump down um, to verse number ten. Uh, well, let's go to eleven. Verse number eleven, Ephesians two and eleven. I'm gonna go ahead and get it since I got a little extra time. He says, "Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called." uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision. Hmm? Gentile and Jew. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? You'll see it in the book of Acts. When uh, Apostle Paul was dispatched to the Gentiles and uh, Peter, uh, he was dispatched uh, to the Jewish audience. All right, you'll see it. And they had a little dissension for a little while until they go to the council with James and get this worked out to know that uh, they received the Holy Ghost as well as they did. Hmm? And God is no respecter person. They had to understand that, all right? But some were still holding to their, uh, they, uh, I don't know, their biasness. You know, some people are biased, you know, some people think, you know, only the uh, uh, wisdom of knowledge is given to certain groups of people. But the Bible tells me, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, which give it to all men liberally and upbraided not. So if you want some knowledge and some information, we should seek God and ask God. Hmm? Well, look at this. We can't get lifted up, though. Let's take a look. He says here, in verse number 11, he says, Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands that at that time ye were without Christ. He points to the past. Uh, thank you, Bishop Merchant, that you was uh, really on point. Uh, I was just feasting off the word Bishop preached and was teaching, and it kind of made me go to these scriptures. Let's take a look here. He says here that ye were without Christ being uh, 
that you are with Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. Says that at that time ye were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, without God in the world. Hmm? We all have a past. Before we came to God, we were, all oh, glory be to God, we were wretched. We were undone. Hmm? All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Some of us didn't even count ourselves worth anything. But God saw the value. Hmm? He saw the value of his jewels in the earth. Hmm? And he took some red blood to polish us off from all the grit and the grime hmm? that the devil had threw on us through sin. Look at this. Jesus was the one that cleaned us up. Let's take a look. And it says here, we were strangers. We were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope. I just want to let you know, if you out there and you ain't got hope, there is hope in the gospel. Hmm? Before we received the gospel, we had no hope. <laughs> oh, glory. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Before Jesus was offered, oh, glory be to God. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. Hmm? If Jesus had not died, it would have been a hopeless situation. Look at this. Having no hope without God in the world. All glory be to God. But now, in Christ Jesus, ye were sometimes were far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who had made both one. Hmm? There were two partitions, and he made it one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in the flesh the enmity. I want to talk about the better promise. Broke the enmity. Hmm? Broke down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in the flesh the enmity even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make in himself of twain one new man. Oh, glory to God. Hmm? I told you, Jesus is the one hmm? that gave us the better promise. And he's not short. He's not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness, but he's not willing that any should perish. Glory that all should come to repentance. Let me finish this out. I got to get out of here. He says here, even the law of commandments, I'm in verse number 15, Ephesians 2 and 15. I'm in the middle of the scripture. It says, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make in himself twain one new man. Hmm? You don't see but one. All glory be to God. All through the scripture, you don't see nothing but oneness. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got, I got to go. Hmm? All these other things, the law was having a shadow of good things to come, but it never could make the commas there to uh, make them perfect. Look at this. He says, one new man, so making peace that he might reconcile both unto God and the body by the cross. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. 
he reconciled both unto God, unto God, in one body by the cross. Verse number 16 is very important. Hmm? When we look at the better promise through the law of the Spirit, it could not come without a, oh, glory be to God, hmm? the right sacrifice. Hmm? And he says here, in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were far off, and to them that were nigh. For through him, we both have access by one spirit. There it is again, by one spirit unto the Father. Hmm? Now, therefore, you're no more strangers. <laughs> oh, glory. We got a better promise. You're no more strangers and foreigners. Oh, but I'm a fellow citizen with the saints. Oh, move over. Let me get some collard greens. Let me get some sweet potatoes. Hmm? You know, some folks have some biases. Peter has some problems. Hmm? But we in here now, and Paul had to straighten them out. <laughs> Let me get out. I got to go. Hmm? When the Jews show up, he move away from the Gentiles, and he slide back over there with the Jewish brethren. And Paul had to withstand him to his face. I got to get out of here. Hmm? We don't do no stuff like this in holiness. Hmm? We don't have no factions. We don't have no cliques. We ain't got no special groups. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? But we ought to love everybody. Hmm? Oh, glory to God. Let me get out of here. I'm in here now. Hmm? And I thank God for my bishop because he said something powerful yesterday. And the mail went by some people, but he said he know everybody don't love him. And I, I find that to be a true statement. We know everybody ain't going to love us. Hmm? The scripture says, you know, woe be unto you when men speak, when all men speak well of you. Everybody ain't going to speak well of you. Hmm? And we need to understand for this gospel's sake, it's going to cause, oh, glory be to God. It's going to cause a separation somewhere. Because some people don't, oh, glory be to God. Some people don't want holiness. Hmm? Some people just want to have their way. Hmm? and say they own their way to heaven. Hmm? Everybody don't want this truth. And so we that's got some backbone, we got to stand up and give the gospel the good news of Jesus Christ. Because if you're going to have salvation, this is how you're going to get it. Let's go back to Ephesians 2 and uh, 19. All right? He says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but Fellow, fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built up on the foundation. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Ain't but one that could oh, lay this foundation. Hmm? And we got to be careful. Look at this, how we build their bond. And I built up on the foundation of the apostles and prophets and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together, growing into a holy temple in the Lord, and whom also ye are built together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Hmm? God inhabits the praises of his people. When we come together, there should be no problem 
Hmm? No difficulty, no disagreement hmm? that will stop us from locking arms together, standing side by side and singing praises. All glory be to God unto our God. Hmm? All glory. Let me get out of here. Hmm? It ain't enough. Oh, let me get out of here. The call separation between uh, the saints and the people of God. Hmm? We should have enough love to cover because we received a better promise through the large spirit. Hmm? And if this uh, gospel be hid, the Bible says it's hid to them that are lost. Hmm? Whom the God of this world blinded the minds of them. Hmm? That believe not the glorious light of the gospel. Hmm? If you don't believe this, all oh, glory be to God. Hmm? You're lost. Hmm? Because if, what if some don't believe? Does it make the fate of God of none effect? We need to know. We need to receive uh, all of these promises that was given in the scripture. Now, we, since we went through Ephesians, we're going to go to Hebrews. Uh, we're going to go to Hebrews chapter 5. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 5. And we're getting out of here now. We're going to get that final one. Um, let's go to Hebrews chapter 5. And I need to read a few verses there. Hebrews 5 and 1 through 8. Let's read it here for a minute here. It says, for every high priest taken from among men. We're just reviewing what we talked about last week. He says, for every High priest taken from among men is ordained for men in the things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts, there it is again, and sacrifices for sin. Hmm? Who won't accept a gift from God? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Who, who that unwise that wouldn't accept the gift that comes from God? Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Only in Psalm 14 and 1, he said, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. You know what classifies us? Oh, glory be to God. You know what classifies you as a fool to know there is a God and not serving? Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. It's only one God. Hmm? One Lord, one faith, according to Ephesians 4 and 5. One Lord, one faith. Oh, glory be to God. And one baptism. The Father that is above all, who who is in y'all, in you all, that's filled with the Holy Ghost. If you got it, look at this. I got to get out of here. He says here because I'm I'm getting I'm getting stirred up here. He says here, and I don't want to go over time. He says here, um, pertaining to God in Hebrews five and one, and the things pertaining to God, hmm, that He may offer both gifts and sacrifice. For sins. Hmm? Jesus was offered for you and I. Hmm? And he's not going to die twice. Hmm? According to Hebrews 9, 27, it's appointed unto man once to die and after this judgment. For Christ was once offered to bear the sins of uh, them that look for him. The second time shall he appear without sin under salvation. Hmm? How are you going to get this? Hmm? You're going to get this through faith. Look at this. Who can have compassion on the ignorant? Don't you know we were ignorant of God's love? <laughs> oh, glory. Let me get out of here. Ooh, glory. 
Hmm? Some of us, and I'm I'm not gonna say everybody, because some of us, you know, we 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 know more than everybody. But I can be honest and be humble about this and say we were ignorant of God's love. Hmm? Look at this. Let me explain to you. And it took a man that was sent by God to stood up over the pulpit and told me about my sins. And his name is Bishop Dr. L.C. Murchison Sr. And he reached out in the Bible class one night and said, if you want help, there's help for you. And that was that was the word that God had triggered that gave him the trigger. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. And break down that pride that was all oh, that's embedded in men. Oh, glory. Let me get out of here. Hmm? I want to help somebody today. There is help for you. Don't let nobody tell you ain't no help for you. There's help for you. Oh, glory be to God. And sometimes we can be so beat up and messed up in our mind that we could think there's no help. Hmm? And this is this is sometimes causes us to be ignorant. Hmm? That God will have compassion on the ignorant. Oh, glory be to God. And on them that are out of the way. Hmm? You didn't grow up in church. Oh, let me get out of here. Hmm? You ain't never been to a church. I know I'm talking to somebody today. God is talking to you today. Hmm? You all oh, glory be to God. You ain't have no affiliation with no religious institutions. But God will have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way. Look at this. For that he himself also is compassed with infirmity. And by reason, he hereof. He ought as for the people, so also for himself to offer for sins. And no man take it, this honor unto himself. But he that is called of God, as were Aaron. Look at this. Aaron was called of God to take this assignment. Hmm? People say, well, uh, you know, uh, the Levites, you know, they were the high priest and they were called to administer hmm, the things that pertain to God in the first tabernacle. Hmm? And they had to minister those things uh, just the way God told them, specifically. Hmm? In the first tabernacle. Look at this. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made in high priest. But he said unto them, unto him, Thou art my son, son, today I have begotten thee. And he said in another place, Thou art a priest forever after order of Melchizedek. Now I want to I want to bring something to our attention. Um you will find uh, Melchizedek mentioned in Hebrews chapter 7, which we're not going to go to. But I want to bring out a point. Christ had a divine appointment. Hmm? But also in his humanity, hmm? he ministered as a priest, did. Oh, glory to God. I, I just wanted to point that out. You know, 
Jesus had a divine assignment, and that was to go to the cross and die for the sins of the whole world. But we can see him, all glory be to God, forgiving sin, all glory be to God, hmm? before he went to the cross. <laughs> oh, I know, I got, I know, I'm going a little bit too deep into this, huh? And can't nobody, this is where the scribes, Pharisees, and Sadducees had problems with this. Hmm? Can't nobody forgive sin but God. All glory be to God. And the Bible says he thought it not robbery to be equal with God in Ephesians chapter, I mean, Philippians chapter 2. Hmm? He thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made him himself no reputation, but took upon himself the form of a servant and became obedient even to the death of the cross. It's important that we understand that he had compassion on the ignorant. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? He did the same thing. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And his priesthood, hmm? that was forever after the order of Melchizedek. I'm going I'm to leave that there. Uh, let me see. Did I get down to the verse I want? Let's go down to uh, verse number eight. Yeah, we're going to keep reading. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears, unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. Though he were a son, he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all that obey him. And he says, called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek. I'm going to leave it right there. Scripture had already did the talking. If that needs some explaining, we'll try to go a little bit farther. Jesus' human life uh, was not a script passively followed. He came in the law, huh? Huh? In the Psalms. He came in the law, the Psalms, and the prophets. Hmm? They all pointed to Jesus. Hmm? Wasn't just haphazardly done. Hmm? His life was chose to be offered by God, hmm? his only begotten son. And it was a continual effort uh, and process huh? uh, to uh, display the will of God. We're going to get to it. Hmm? He chose to obey. Hmm? Even though his obedience led him to suffering and death, he chose to obey. Hmm? Because it will help us in difficult trials and difficult circumstance that seems to be, oh, glory be to God, momentous. We, are, we too will learn obedience through the things we suffer. Hmm? We got to look at these scriptures and let these scriptures empower us to go through some things because everybody ain't going to love us. Hmm? Everybody ain't going to receive us. And we too, huh? must Jesus bear the cross alone and the whole world go free? Hmm? There is a cross for you and me. Hmm? And Matthew 16, 24 says, except a man 
you know, oh, glory be God. If he's going to follow Jesus, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow him. Hmm? So that means there's some suffering in this life. Hmm? And people will deceive you and to think that there's no suffering over here in holiness. There's no suffering over here, you know, with the one Lord, one faith baptism. That's suffering. If you're going to live for God, there's going to be some kind of suffering. It may not be the same as Christ was, but you're going to go through something. Hmm? Let me get out of here. I'm trying to encourage you to build up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Our fourth spiritual law is we must place our faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Hmm? <laughs> Let me get out of here. In order to receive the gift of salvation. Hmm? Let me go. Let me, let me, let me get out of here. Uh, I want to go to Hebrews. Let's go to, let's go back to uh, Hebrews. I want to go to a, another scripture in Hebrews. We got a lot to cover in Hebrews. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, I want to go to Hebrews. Um, oh, God. I got a lot to cover here. Um. Let's re read this one in your study time because I, I don't have enough time to cover it. Uh, uh, read Hebrews chapter 8, uh, uh, 1 through 8. Read, read that one in your study time. I, I really would like to get that, but I need to jump, jump over to Hebrews chapter 9. Um, let's take a look. Let's go to. Um, Hebrews chapter 9 says, but Christ 9 and 11. I'm just going to skip down here real quick. Uh, he was the perfect offering for sin. Hmm? Now, you know, in Malachi, they offered blemished stuff. And he said, give it to the governor, see if it be accepted. Hmm? And they, you know, he sent the prophet Malachi to him and said, will a man rob God? Hmm? God explicitly told them how the sacrifice was supposed to be offered. Supposed to be without spot blemish or wasn't supposed to be tainted, wasn't supposed to be lame, wasn't none supposed to be wrong with it. Hmm? All right, let's go to uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse number 11. But Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by greater and more perfect tabernacle. Oh, glory to God. I'm getting into this now. Hmm? He was a greater and more perfect tabernacle. And I talked about it in the broadcast last week and all through this series that we have better promises through the Lord's Spirit. Hmm? And we only can get it through Christ. Look at this. We're going to get to Luke 24, but we're going somewhere right now. Let's take a look. He says here, by greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. This is to say, not of this building, hmm? neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. Jesus did not have none of Mary's blood or, or Joseph's blood. Y'all said, well, how can that be? Because that which was conceived in in her was of the Holy Ghost. 
Oh, I know. I got to, I got to get out of here. Hmm? I know this is this is a lot to chew on. Well, look, let's take a look here. And he says here, by his own blood, it says here, he entered in once. It's important that we look at this word once. All glory be to God. Under the Mosaic law, they had to repeatedly do this year after year. But Jesus, hmm, by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Glory. You can see I'm getting worked up here now. Hmm? He entered into the holy place once having obtained eternal redemption for us. Notice I talked about not just life, hmm? but eternal life. Look at this. Eternal redemption. Hmm? That means after we, oh, the grave can't hold your body down. Hmm? If you go in the grave before the rapture, come and you believe in him. He said in John 11, he that believeth in me shall never die. When they came to Lazarus' funeral, hmm? they said, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? So, yeah, I know he going he gonna, he gonna to come back again. He going he gonna to be raised again in the resurrection. And Jesus had to stop. Uh, he had to stop him and tell him, I'm the resurrection and the life. <laughs> huh? He that believeth in me, though he were dead, hmm? yet shall he live. Glory. I want to let you know there is a better promise, glory, in Jesus Christ. Look at this. I got to get out of here now. I'm getting worked up, but I, I got to get going here. He says here, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctified, purifying the flesh. How much more, glory, how much more shall the blood of Christ, hmm? who through the eternal spirit, here it is, you need the Holy Ghost. Hmm? We must understand God is a spirit and God cannot die. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hmm? Look at this. When you die, your spirit goes somewhere. Hmm? You're going to spend eternity somewhere. Look at this. Who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God. Glory. Oh, I had to get that one. I couldn't, I couldn't let that one slide today. Hmm. I had to, I had to get, I had to get down to this fourth spiritual law where this is why we must place our faith in Jesus Christ as savior in order to get the gift of salvation. Because Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Hmm? And we can see in the scripture here in Hebrews. Let me finish reading it out. Hebrews 9 and I think 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through eternal, through the eternal spirit, offer himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament. Notice, the tester has to die hmm? in order for the family or anyone to receive the inheritance.
And this is why he says in Luke 24, he says, go ye down to Jerusalem and tarry. Let me get it for you. Let me, let me, let me get it for you. Let me get to Luke 24. I want to, I want to make sure I, I want to get it. I want to get it verbatim for you. Let's go to Luke 24 and 40. Uh, let's go to Luke 24 and 44. Let's go and get it. Hmm? And he said unto them, these words, which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which was written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Hmm? Then he opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures and said unto them, thus it is written, thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to be raised from the dead the third day and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name. What name, what name you know that you should be preaching in outside of Jesus? Father is not a name. Son is not a name. Holy Ghost is not a name. But Jesus Christ, Jesus is his name. Look at this. He says here, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Glory. Hmm? How can we be apostolic and not teach the apostolic doctrine? <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? And he says, and ye are witnesses of these things. And he goes a little bit farther in verse number 49 and say, behold, I send the promise. These are better promises. Glory. Hmm? We got a better promise through the Lord's spirit. He said, behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry you in the city of Jerusalem till you be endued with power from on high. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? Oh, glory. You can have it if you want it. Here we go. I got to get out of here now. I'm going back to Hebrews chapter nine. I got to get out of here. I'm, I'm going to go down here, 9, and uh, uh, I'm going to go to 9, and I'm going to try to get out of here. Uh, I'm going to go to 9 and 16. Uh, hopefully, you can read the rest of it in your study time, but I'm going to go to 9 and uh, to about 17 here. I'm at verse number 16. But where a testament is, is there must also the necessary be the necessity be the death of the tester. And notice I said here that we're going to receive an inheritance from God. Hmm? It was needful. He said it was needful in St. John 16 there. Let me get it. He said it was needful that he go away because if he didn't go, the comforter wouldn't go. Let me get it because I know we, we, we had a vital point in the scripture right now. And so I need to get this. Uh, for those of you that are watching the broadcast today, let me go to St. John 16. Go with me, St. John chapter 16. And let's go to verse number six or seven. Let's look at St. John. Um, let's go to St. John 6, uh, 16 and 6. Go with me. It's St. John 16, 6. He says here, and praise the Lord, everybody. He says here, but because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. 
Jesus was letting them know he was getting ready to go off the scene. But he was going to give them something that was going to all glory be to God, that was going to comfort them. Because hmm? he knew they they had put their whole trust and belief and comfortability and being around him. You know, when you be around people all the time, you get connected. Hmm? Because you have a relationship. Hmm? And they did not want to see their Lord and Savior go. And they be left alone. But he encourages them. All glory be to God. This is why I say you need the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Let, let, let me get out of here. He says here, but because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Hmm? Don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Look at this. In verse number seven, he says, nevertheless, I tell you truth. Hmm? In St. John 17, 17, he says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. He gives them word right now. He gives them word right here in St. John right here, 16 and 7. Now I tell you truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. It, it, was, it was for us. He went away for us. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? God didn't have to give his only son up, but he did it for us because he so loved humanity. And this is why it's important to understand this fourth spiritual law. We must place our faith in Jesus Christ because the third spiritual law lets us know he's the only provision, the only remedy for sin. Look at this. And he says here, it's, it's expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, glory, he said, if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me hmm? of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Hmm? Look at this. He said, I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. But he says here, how be it when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you in all truth. You need the Holy Ghost. Hmm? You wondering why you bouncing all around and moving like a ship without a sail? You need something to all oh, anchor you. My soul is anchored. Glory. Hmm? And I want to let you know when the storms is raging in your life. Hmm? Huh? Your soul needs an anchor. And Jesus is the anchor for the soul. Look at this. Let me get out of here. I got to go. He says here, I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you in all truth. For he shall speak not of himself, but whosoever shall hear that he shall speak, he will show you things to come. Hmm? I'm going to uh, go back to uh, Luke. 
I need to go back to Luke. But you can read that out in your study time. Mark that. But I need to go back to Luke 24. And then we're going to get out of here. But I thank all of you for viewing the broadcast. I hope I gave some scripture that you can look at and reference. But I need to go to Luke uh, uh, 24. I need to go back there. Luke 24 and uh, 46. And they said unto him, thus it is written, and thus it behoove Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And he says, and behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Hmm? I won't let you know. He sent the power. Hmm? If there was a power shortage, it remains with us because all that will believe this gospel can receive the power of the Holy Ghost. It's a promise. Acts 2 and 39 said, and the promise is unto you and to your children and to all and to those that are far off and to all that are far off, even as many, the Lord our God shall call. God is calling you. Hmm? You know God is calling you. You don't need a rocket science to tell you. Hmm? And we don't need to tell people what they're doing wrong. We need to show them the road to get on the right road. Show them the way to that leads unto life. Hmm? We don't need to beat people down and Bible beat them into coming into the church. But we need to give them the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hmm? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I won't let you know there's a better promise. Hmm? And you can be, you can go somewhere and be saved. Hmm? Don't let folks, don't be duped into thinking you only can be saved over here. You can be saved anywhere you want to be saved at. But the gospel, the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ must be preached unto you. Hmm? I won't let you know you're not going to sit under false doctrine. Huh? Once you receive this truth, once you receive the spirit of truth, you can't sit under the spirit of air. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Some people, they, oh, glory, I got to get out of here. Some people hiding out in other places, but I won't let you know. You know it's the truth that's going to make you free. Hmm? And you know the truth because it's been embedded in you. It's been taught to you for many years. Look at this. And we know the truth. And you know what? It's very important. Hmm? that we understand the better promises are there for us. Hmm? Not only for us to receive, but they're there for us to share. Oh, glory to God. We got to share these better promises, y'all. We must offer them to a world that don't know God. Hmm? Look at this. I got to get out of here. I'm going to go to uh, Hebrews 10. I got to go to Hebrews 10, and then we're going to go... Uh, we're going to go to our close. We're going to go to our close once we get uh, Hebrews 10. All right? I'm going to go to Acts 16, 31. That's going to be my closing scripture. All right? Mark Acts chapter 16 and verse number 31. Let's go to it. All right? But we, we're right now we're in Hebrews chapter 10. All right? 10, uh, verse 1 through 7. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1 through 7. For the law having a, 
uh, shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those things. I'm sorry. Let me start over. Hebrews 10 and 1. For the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year. We went through some things in, in uh, Hebrews there. Year by year, continually make the commas there unto perfect. Hmm? The, the priesthood, the Levitical priesthood, uh, the Levites, Aaron, one of the Levitical priests that God had chose to help Moses and assist Moses. And even under that uh, priesthood, it was a, it was a, a, a good tabernacle, hmm? but it couldn't perfect them. Hmm? Right? Look at this. It couldn't, it couldn't totally eradicate sin. It says verse number two, for then would they have not ceased to be offered. Hmm? Because that the worshipers once purged should have no more conscience of sin. Hmm? But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sin every year. Hmm? Every year. They were reminded. Look at this. Every year you were reminded about the sin. But look how much better of a promise we have with Jesus Christ. Who wouldn't accept this gift? Let's take a look. Verse 3, Hebrews 10 and 3. But in those sacrifices, there was remembrance made again of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Hmm. Look at this. Wherefore, when he coming into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering thou would not, but a body thou prepared me. In burnt offering and sacrifices for sin, thou had no pleasure. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the books. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. Now let's take a look. Jesus came to do the will of God. Hmm? Though he or a son, he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And he says, above, verse 8, above when he said, sacrifice and offering and burnt offering and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither had pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Look at this. We have a better promise through the law of the Spirit. Notice I said in Matthew 5 and 17, he said, think not I come to destroy the law, but to fulfill. Hmm? We have a better promise through the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Look at this. Then said, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He take it away the first that he may establish the second. Verse number 10. I'm in Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 10. By the which he uh, by the which will we are sanctified by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. 
All glory be to God. Hmm? Wouldn't you like to take your car through the car wash and wash it just one time for the time that you own it? <laughs> All glory. Let me get out of here. I'm I'm trying to make a paradigm here too. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a relationship here of how much better Jesus is compared to what the law had to offer. We got a better promise. Hmm? You don't have to keep getting in the water. You don't have to keep, oh, let me get out of here. Hmm? You don't have to keep going over the same thing. If you sin, the only thing you got to do is repent. Once you, once you all, oh, glory be to God, once you receive this adoption. Hmm? This is what we are today. Getting people to a humilitized point where they don't have to go through all these ordinances and stuff like that. Hmm? Some people are, let me get baptized over because I messed up. You don't have to do that. If you've been baptized once, the only thing you need to do, if you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, the only thing you need to do is repent. Get on that altar, repent, and ask God to do, do your first works over. That's all you got to do. Hmm? Going through all these, uh, oh, glory be to God, these ceremonies, that's what they did. Oh, let me get out of here. I'm trying to help somebody. Hmm? Just, just mean it in your heart. Change in your heart. Let God know. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? God is our work of repentance. Not to be repented of. Hmm? But we need to understand what repentance is. Look at this. And he says here, once and for all. Hmm? Once and for all. I ain't got to go through no 12-step program. Hmm? I can step to Jesus hmm? and tell him all about it. Look at this. And every priest stand daily ministering and offering, oft times, the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. Look at this. This was their system, y'all. Hmm? But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin forever, Set down at the right hand of God. Oh, glory be to God. I got to get out of here. Henceforth, expect until his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering, I'm at verse number 14, Hebrews 10 and 14. For by one offering, he had perfected forever them that are sanctified. And people think sanctified is a bad word. Oh, glory to God. Hmm? People don't want to be called sanctified. Oh, glory be to God. Sanctify me, Lord. <laughs> oh, glory. Huh? If anything, sanctify me, Lord. Hmm? And we need to grab hold of this stuff because people are using words hmm, to deceive people hmm? and they're not putting all their hope in God. Mm. No, I don't want to be called sanctified because then they think I'm better than them. No, nobody's better than nobody. It's by grace we're saved. Mm? And we need God's grace. All glory be to God to finish this race. Look at this. He says, where of the Holy Ghost is a witness to us. For after that he has said before, this is the covenant. This is what I want to talk about, the better promise. 
I got to finish this. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, said the Lord. I will put my laws. We have a better covenant. We have a better promise through the Lord Spirit. He said, I will put my laws into their hearts. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. He says here in Hebrews 10 and 16, in the middle of the scripture, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds and will write them and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Verse number 18. I got to go now. Now where remission of these is, hmm? he says, now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Hmm? Once God has purged our sins, hmm? he don't need to get on the cross again. Mm, and he's not getting on the cross again. It's important that we accept this grace that God has afforded us as believers. I'm going to go to Acts 16, 31. I'm going to let you go. Uh, we love you with the love of the Lord. I hope I said something to encourage you, but I need to go to Acts chapter 16. Uh, Acts of the Apostles, uh, 16, 31. We're going to go there. I think it's a very important scripture we need to take a look at here. Acts chapter 16. And we're going to go uh, to, I believe, uh, we're going to go to 31. Let's see if we can get there. You know, uh, <clears throat> a jelly gets converted. But I want to uh, take a look here. <clears throat> Uh, the jailer gets converted here. Hmm? Well, let's go to uh, let's go to verse number twenty-eight. Yeah, let's go to uh, verse number twenty-eight. We'll read three verses of scripture. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, "Do thyself no harm, for we are all here." Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? This is the jailer. Hmm? Hmm? That may be somebody's question today. What must I do to be saved? Hmm? And they said, Glory. Hmm? They didn't say that. I'm saying that. But the scripture says here in Acts 1631, and they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm? And thou shalt be saved. Hmm? And this is why we must put our faith in Christ alone in this fourth spiritual law. Hmm? Look at this. Believe on the Lord Jesus and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Hmm? And they spake unto them the, wor the word of the Lord hmm? and to all that were in his house. 
and took him the same hour of the night and washed her stripes and was baptized. He and all his straightway. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing God with all his house. Hmm? This was a great conversion. And I want to let the people of God know that we need to be converted. Hmm? Jesus says, when thou art converted, then you can strengthen your brother. Hmm? We can't do nothing to help nobody hmm? until we get some strength. Hmm? And you can't help nobody in an area if you ain't there. Hmm? You got to be delivered from it first. That's what I mean. You got to be set free. Hmm? People that's, you know, got habits, stuck with a habit. If we got the same habit, I can't, I can't help you get away from the habit. I got to get with somebody that know how to get, oh, get me delivered. And somebody gave me the gospel. Hmm? I'm telling you how I got delivered. Hmm? It wasn't through no 12-step program. It wasn't through no, oh, glory be to God, Alcoholic Anonymous program. Hmm? But it was by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And I won't let you know somebody that, oh, glory be to God, led me to Christ to be delivered. They had to have some power of their own self. Hmm? I won't let you know. You can be delivered. You can be set free. Hmm? You can receive what God has for you because there's a better promise through the Lord's Spirit. I love the saints of God. I love the people of God. I hope I said something today. Uh, I really wanted to go a little bit farther into this. Um, we do have one more on Wednesday. Hopefully we'll finish this uh, series on Wednesday if the Lord's will. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a few other things that we had listed here uh, that we need to cover. <clears throat> but first thing I want to let you know today is that God loves you. Hmm? Uh, don't let your sins uh, uh, cause you to stay in bondage hmm? because the Bible says that we should, as believers, we should stand fast. Galatians chapter five, tell us to stand fast in the liberty where Christ has set us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So I want to let you know to whom the, whom uh, the son is set free is free indeed. So you can stay free. You can stay delivered. But I must let you know, you need the gospel of Jesus Christ. You need to read your Bible. Hmm? You need to pray. You need to be around other believers that are strong in the faith, that's praying and seeking God and calling on God and, you know, obeying leadership and doing all the things that's necessary to grow spiritually. Hmm? But I'm going to tell you something. If you're around those people that are weak, Hmm? You're going to be weak. Hmm? If you're around those people that don't love the word, you ain't going to love the word. Hmm? And if you're around those folk that don't obey leadership, you're not going to obey leadership. And so these are these are words of encouragement that I want to give to the people of God. We must 
be strengthened in the inner man. And the only way uh, the person can be strengthened in the inner man, they must receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hmm? So then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jude says, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Hmm? If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can get it. Hmm? That's what I'm saying to you today. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can get the Holy Ghost because the promise is for you. It's to you. Hmm? Jesus died so everybody that wanted could receive it. Hmm? But I want to let you know, the world can't receive it except they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so if you want to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, he said in Romans 10 and 1, he said, my heart and prayer and desire for Israel is that they might be saved. Hmm? He said, but I bear them record. They have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. Hmm? But they're going about hmm, establishing their own righteousness and have not submitted to the righteousness of God. Don't you know some people say they right. They got their own way. Hmm? And they way is right. They don't care what the Bible say and all this stuff. But the Proverbs let us know there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Hmm? So I want to let you know, you need to come to Jesus. And the only way you can come to Jesus is to receive the gospel. Hmm? I want to let you know. And the gospel is the good news of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to let you know, that's what it is. And you know what? I uh, want to share with you. I want to share with you that we need to pray to ask God to direct us. I know sometimes we go to the place that we think is fitting for our spiritual growth and development, you know, but we need to pray that God will lead us. And when God leads you somewhere, you know, he's, he's not, uh, He's not the type of God that will lead you down the wrong path. Hmm? Jesus could have uh, easily converted Saul, but he didn't do it. He told him, he told him to go down the straight street. Hmm? And there's a man that's going to tell you what you must do. I want to let you know, God going to always lead you somewhere huh? where your, where your conversion won't be all oh, glory be to God. Hmm? It won't be stalled, hmm? but you'll take off running. Look at this. I want to let you know. You need to take heed to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the only way to do that is to let God lead you hmm, to an apostolic, uh, born, bred, and fed church that's uh, filled with the water and the spirit of the living God to teach you the truth. Hmm? Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You can't have life. Hmm? If you don't have Jesus Christ. Hmm? So how do you get it? You start by repentance. Hmm? You believe on the Lord Jesus. Repent by acknowledging that I'm a sinner. I've transgressed against God's law. Hmm? And submit to being baptized in water in Jesus' name if you hadn't been baptized. Hmm? And the Lord promised to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And if somebody gave you the Holy Ghost, you don't have it because God didn't leave that within uh, the power of the leaders of the church. 
but he was going to do that himself. Hmm? Because the spirit of truth will lead and guide you. And so God is the one that fills the soul with the Holy Ghost. So if somebody told you to repeat a, a certain tongue uh, or certain language, you don't have the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And so I want to let you know you can be saved. Salvation is a gift. Hmm? And God has a wonderful plan for your life. And it starts with Jesus Christ. All right. So we're going to say a word of prayer and we're going to let you go. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for, oh, God, this broadcast and the words, oh, God, of life that have went forth on today. We ask you to touch the hearers that they will be doers of your word and not hearers only. Sin increase among the believers and the saints in the body of Christ that we will continue, God, to grow in grace and in the knowledge of you. In the matchless name of Jesus, touch that heart, that mind. Oh, God, you know the need of the family. Oh, God, that suicidal heart and mind. Touch them, Lord God, and give them the life that Christ has given to the world if they will receive the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Breathe on them, Lord, that they may live and receive, oh God, the promise of the Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise, and we believe you right now for healing. Healing, God. Healing in the name of Jesus. We believe you for it, and we give thanks in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. So we thank God for uh, the prayer that was prayed. Don't go anywhere just yet. We want to hit our sidebar real quick. It's going to take us about four or five minutes to hit the sidebar, as you know. Uh, Israel, the elect, is at war with uh, Hamas, uh, which is in a Palestinian state, uh, which is uh, called Gaza. And we found out today that Hezbollah and it's going to be a World War III. Just want to let you know that. So don't be alarmed. Uh, we're headed for World War III. But I want to let you know on the announcements that uh, this has all been prophetically written in the scripture. So uh, it's going to happen. But let me uh, put this on the screen for you. Don't get alarmed because it's going to be a World War III. God is going to protect his people. So don't worry. Don't shake in your boots. So let's let's get this. I want to put this on the screen for you. Uh, let me put that on for you. We are having uh, our music, media, uh, worship, arts conference, which is going to be November uh, 3rd and 4th in the first week of November in Humboldt, Tennessee. If you'd like to be a part of that, please uh, mark your calendars. If you're not doing anything and you happen to be available, please come and support the National Pentecostal Power Church organization. You can find further information on our website at nppci.org. Uh, and also, you can also contact us if you need uh, further information. All right. Uh, we got our next slide we're going to put up. We inviting and asking all of you um, that wants to be a part of the PPC Milwaukee uh, Choir Revival. We'll be having in the second weekend, which will be in uh, November, Friday, November 10th and Sunday, November 12th. The Choir Annual Revival will start uh, at 7 p.m. on Friday and at 4 p.m. on Sunday. 
and we have uh, Pastor Lomax from Madison, Wisconsin as our speaker, and we also have uh, Bishop uh, Eric Brown, the Haven Hope International Ministries. So please come and support us. I want to thank you for that. Uh, please uh, note that, note your calendar, so uh, you'll be able to come and support us if you are available. Okay, God bless you. We love you with the love of the Lord. I uh, just want to uh, put on screen, if you uh, need prayer, you can always reach out to us on Facebook, um, even on YouTube or any of our media platforms that we have. And we'll be listing those uh, coming up very soon. Uh, but right now you can reach us uh, on uh, YouTube, Facebook, or email us your prayer requests or um, if you need someone to touch and agree with you. All right. And so we're here for you and just want to let you know that we love you. Also, um, I want to give you an opportunity to, uh, if you desire to, I want to give you an opportunity to sow into the broadcast. So we're going to give you opportunity to sow into the broadcast if you desire to do so. And so we put that on the screen for you. So if you desire to sow into the broadcast, please do so. And we'll appreciate that. Okay. So we're going to let you go at this time. So we want to thank you for joining the Faith in God Internet TV. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. Until next time, we want to thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you.